today. A majority of Americans are concerned about Joe Biden. First of all, where is Joe uh, other than at the border where he's putting a record number of kids in cages? We've got a lot for you coming up today and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and White Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Today joined by my two faves, Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America, and Pat Gray of Pat Gray Unleashed. Both you can find on Blaze TV. Um, and don't tell anyone that I called you guys my favorites. Okay. Okay. No, because I, well, I listen to the show and you say that to everybody. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> just so you know, this is being recorded and it comes out as a podcast every day. What? Yeah. So mm-hmm. we always can hear what you say about us and others. Just, oh. That's just something you should be aware of for the wow. future. Wow. I got to go back and delete some stuff then. <laughs> uh, all right. Headlines of the day, which... By the way, we've got a really fun Andrew Cuomo story that we are going to get to later. And when I say fun, I mean fun for Stuber Gear. Yeah, actually, who, absolutely horrible. Yeah. But I will sink my teeth into it. For well, sure. right. Because, I mean, this is, is he, I feel like he's your arch nemesis. Like, if you were a comic <laughs> book character, Andrew Cuomo would be your arch nemesis. I know. And what a dumb arch nemesis. You know? Like, <laughs> Seems like a really, really easy man to defeat, though. Well, I mean, it's been easier than I would have expected. I'll tell you that. Uh, he's, he's running for his life at this point. Uh, All right. We will get into that later on in the program. So um, apparently Rasmussen, they released data from now their polling was conducted March 4th through March 7th concerning Biden's lack of transparency. Uh, And the survey found that 52 percent of Americans were concerned about Biden's lack of access to the press. Thirty seven percent identified as very concerned. Um, And, uh, you know, I mean, this is at a time where, what, in the last hundred years, is it, Mm -hmm. that there has always been a president that has had a press conference that has taken questions from the press by the, I mean, not just by this point, but like well before this point. Yeah. Uh, And you thought his spending would be the record setting part of his administration, which it will be. Right. Uh, (laughs) This, in addition to that, he's also setting a record for not having press conferences. The longest record, I believe, was 33 days. Uh, So we're at, I think, 50 right now, 50 or 51, whatever it is. Um, They are saying the White House is promising, though, that Joe Biden may have a formal press conference by the end of the month, which is only 20 days away. Now, Pat, you know how long it takes to set up a press conference uh, if you're oh, the president yeah. of the United States. That's a, a two, three-week process, yeah. at least. Or three months. Maybe three-month process. Maybe three months. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but the other, all the other presidents have like gotten them done way before that. So how did that? Uh, I don't know. I just, I assume they just, uh, I don't know. They, maybe they broke the rules. Uh, maybe, maybe they were, he's just so nice. And maybe he was, you know, I, I really don't know. There's no excuse for it, except for the fact of the real excuse, which is they're hiding him. Right. They are hiding Joe Biden because they know when he speaks in public, terrible things happen. <laughs> it's interesting because exactly a hundred years ago, we had a president who they also had to hide because he had a massive stroke and was completely incapacitated. Mm -hmm. And for the last two years of his administration, we didn't hear from him. And his wife wife, uh, ran the show. So uh, it's very reminiscent. Of yeah. of Woodrow Wilson and right. his administration. Yes, and I, you know I heard Glenn say something mm. similar, but I keep going back in my head to, yeah, but we voted the guy in like this, right? Yeah. Like you're talking about yes, a guy who had true. a stroke midway through. That's not <laughs> how he was. I mean, I'm looking at Joe Biden the whole time. Like you guys realize, we had this conversation on the show many times. How long is he going to last? 
We're taking bets on how long this man is going to last as commander in chief because he is declining so rapidly while the campaign's going on. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing that, you know, it's like 52 percent of Americans are concerned. Now they're talking about lack of access to the press. But it's like, do, why do you th- I mean, obviously, they should know why that is. Right. Yeah. So it's like, did you not see these things <laughs> happening before you voted for the guy? Yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, Joe Biden really had no role in the election of 2016. This was an election uh, for Donald Trump or against Donald Trump. Joe Biden was literally a giant zilch. In, in 2020? In, in 2020. I'm sorry. Okay. 2020. Sorry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the years are passing uh, too quickly. Okay, I sound Joe. like Joe Biden. Um, yeah, no. So, I mean, he really had no role in that election at all. Right. I mean, it, that was not what it was about. And, you know, now that he's in now that he's in office, you see how how bad and damaging this is. And we should be clear, like none of us at this table take any joy in this for multiple reasons. Are we really nice people who want the best for Joe Biden as a human being? Of course we are. In addition, I really don't want Kamala Harris to be president of the United States. That would be very, very bad. It would also include, for sure, the filibuster going away. It would include all sorts of terrible things being passed. The executive orders that would fly through would be unmentionable. The only thing, the only reason I think he might last a little bit longer than some people think is because he has such a desire for this job. He's wanted it his whole life. And, you know, he is still the president of the United States. And with that does come some power. And he can push a lot of people away, even if he is incapacitated. Um, And I think that is the one thing he's holding on to. I don't know how long it lasts, though. I mean, he does not. Look, I, you know, I've had relatives who've gone through things like this where you're kind of drifting off uh, and, and and it's incredibly sad to watch. And I don't I, I you see it happening with him. And, I, and, and you don't think him. that that uh, Democrat lawmakers would make a move to just get him out because of the optics of that? Do you think I I think at the the very least, let's say optimistic, you know, let's say Joe Biden is as bad as we think he is, um, judging by every piece of evidence we have. Um, and if you're the Democrats, you don't want to make a ch- change during the election, right? right? You right, wouldn't want right. to say in 2024, like, okay, we're switching now from him to her. Right. You don't want that. But you also don't want to necessarily do it before the 2022 election. Yeah. So, I mean, prime time for these st- this switcheroo comes in about 2023 in my mind. do weekend at Bernie's to keep him going that long. There's no <laughs> way <laughs> there is no way and you know what's despicable all the people his inner circle especially lady jill Mc, mcbiden uh <laughs> she is despicable she's known the whole time yep. how bad this guy is and she kept pushing him along kept pushing him along wouldn't entertain any of the questions uh jake tapper even asked her about it and she refused, flatly refused to even entertain it. Why? Because she wants, I think she wants to be in the center of power. And uh, it's despicable that everybody knew, and you know they knew, because look, at we know mm-hmm. it's so obvious right now that his cognitive decline is rapidly uh, degrading him. And it has been for easily the last year or two. Yeah. And... When you when you when you listen to speeches from before, from 2012 or 2008, and then you see what he does now, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, pretty amazing. It, what else has been amazing, I think, has uh, been to see the press actually pushing back on this. Although it shouldn't be amazing when you think about the fact that most of the people in the White House press corps are such narcissists that the only way you're going to get a real 
story out of them that's going to be critical <clears throat> of a Democrat administration is by somehow involving themselves, right? right. So they're mad that they don't that's have right. the access, therefore they're actually reporting on it. But we've seen uh, ABC News who actually, you know, the contrast, this is what they said, uh, the contrast with former President Donald Trump has been especially striking, uh, especially, that's, you, you shouldn't written. use, a, you should not use especially <laughs> that close together, guys, especially given Biden's repeated promises to Americans that he'd always be straight and transparent. I mean, you know, mm. uh, the, the campaign is one thing because I think the goal obviously of the mainstream media was get Donald Trump out at all costs. Now that they've achieved that goal, I think that they can actually look to how can I make the biggest name for myself? How can we, you know, I, and I wouldn't be surprised to see more pushback uh, from the press corps because I, I don't, th I mean, if the choice is cover for this guy who we can all see on the decline or maybe make a name for myself reporting on something that he might be doing wrong. I think they're always going to choose making a name for themselves. Mm, yeah. I mean, straight and transparent is, is laughable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to comment on his sexual orientation, but he definitely has not been transparent. <laughs> that I will say. Uh, you know, th they're right. They're, the one thing that pisses the media people off about Democrats, the only thing, is when they're the ones getting screwed. Right. Mm -hmm. um, they, they'll let them do anything to the American people that, that anyone wants, but when it comes down to them not having access and they did i will say at some very low there's a low hum of complaint about barack obama during his uh, his presidency there were pieces written by a lot of journalists who were actually legitimately pissed off at him for the way he handled the press uh, even people like you know uh, uh, even when they were going after people on fox news occasionally like uh, james rosen where they really i mean i, I think broke the law uh, trying to spy on him uh, when uh, that was all going on i think though there is that there is this fear, especially because Donald Trump is still looming, right? I mean, like this, he hasn't gone away. He's blatantly leading the field if, he, if, if the uh, primary was going to be held today. They don't want to they don't want to risk that again. And that's why they overlook so much in between 2018, 2019, 2020 is because they their only goal was to get him out with no real other plan. It was just, you know, blow that thing up and then let's see what happens. This is what happened. A right. guy who can barely speak, who they have to hide constantly and cover for. There will be some people who break from that philosophy, but it's still going to hold relatively well, at least for a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't like I'm not saying we're not going to see the puff pieces about Joe Biden winning his Mario Kart tournament. Mm. You know, I mean, I and the you know, what when does the the first cat get to the premises? That's right. A big I mean, story. I mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it is a big story, Stu. OK, because I would like to know when they will get a cat. Really? Because cats are better than dogs. But it does. What? Uh, <laughs> what? Whole other segment. What an outrageous but, <laughs> but um, you know, mm -hmm. I do think that when the press sees an opportunity to make the story about themselves, mm -hmm. they're going to take it, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, we're getting a tiny bit. We're getting a little sprinklings of scattered journalism right now because they're getting pissed that they yeah. don't have access to the president. And I mean, once they figure out that he can't really function, it might be. They might stop doing it because I think they'll realize mm. he, he... We don't want to shine a light yeah. on this. Yeah. Yeah, maybe well, so. Here's how, how we know they're actually legitimately frustrated. If I say the name Maggie Haberman to you, you know who she is. Yes. If I say Jim Acosta, you know who they are, right? Mm -hmm. Who are the people reaction. right now? 
outside of maybe Peter Ducey, do you know any other names? No. Why? Because they're not having these moments, right? right? They're not having these big viral moments. Their chance to go <clears throat> from no-name reporter to I get a multi-million dollar book deal and everyone praises me uh, is is going away. Mm. You know, there's no yeah. way to make your... And now, look, you're never going to be able to do it with a Democratic president and, and one like Biden who's never going to be as accessible or uh, interesting as Donald Trump was to the right. press. But, like, this is the big moment. You know, you get to that chief White House correspondent, this is your chance to shine, and there's no chance to shine because they're not giving any sunlight. Yeah. Uh, now, he is, Biden is supposed to uh, give an address today. No, as of the time of this taping, he obviously has not. But I think it's tonight. Tonight, think, okay. Yeah. So Right after Stu Does America, not during it, not in direct competition with it. Yeah, Just want to make sure everyone knows. try to change watch the channel. Watch Stu Does America. Obviously watch Stu Does America. After that, it may be on delay by that point, but yeah, I think it's right around 8 p.m. Eastern. So, and you said that he may take, I love the way you said it at the beginning. You were like, they promise that he may take questions. And to be clear, they're not saying he's doing a press conference tonight. What? No. They are saying he may do it in the next 20 days. So, now look, that doesn't mean he has not answered. She specifically said Thursday, though. Yeah, I know. Well, at one point, right. I remember Jen Psaki uh -huh. specifically mm -hmm. saying Thursday. So he has answered some questions in passing. From time to time, he'll make a statement. Someone will throw out a question. He did it just the other day, where he came back and answered some dumb question. But he's, it's, it, it, there's a difference between that and a formal press conference, mm -hmm. in which the press is all lined up. They all know they're getting their questions. They can all come at once. It's, it's, the, it's the part where the president shows his mental acuity mm -hmm. right yeah. he has to be able to think quickly on his feet you know right. barack obama did that all the time donald trump loved doing it, especially at the beginning he did it of his every term. day oh my gosh yeah he stopped and talked to him every day every day he yeah. loved every talking single day well and we also know i mean we've heard reports already that the i mean the white house press secretary is getting questions beforehand and picking them beforehand mm -hmm. so yeah. you would i mean if that's what they're doing you would think that they would be able to have enough information being given to Joe. They're giving him the questions. Presumably, they could give him the answers, and he could just take it from there. But I guess that, well, that's how far gone he may be. I, I go back and forth on this because this is the correct strategy for the Democrats. Forget the fact what's good for the country because yeah, they certainly him. don't yeah, care they don't about care. it. Yeah. Hide him. What they, they, hide him and let, this is a $1.9 trillion bill. As they, as Nancy Pelosi said, it is the most consequential bill they've ever passed. Okay. If that's true, should have been a lot more noise about it, right? But Donald, if Donald Trump was out there, would have been, right? We would have been talking about it constantly. Joe Biden, you never hear from the guy. He occasionally will pop his head out and, and, and wave and fall over into the grass or whatever he does. <laughs> and then it's over, right? So that it's the correct strategy yeah. to hide him. Mm -hmm. um, I will say occasionally there are real, you know, uh, speaking of falling flat on your face, this is happening with the staff at times. You know, this moment we saw the other day with him forgetting the name, um, uh, he's uh, the general uh, that runs that, that deal over there, that whole thing. You gotta have the list of names in front of him. You gotta have a bullet, something that a four-year-old could read for when he has that moment I think where the do. engine doesn't that, run. And that's I what think I was they gonna do. Ask. And he well, still, he didn't look down at it though. He still can't. Well, he's probably got a prompter a in prompter, front of him. Yeah, you would. And think. he still can't get it right. That's even worse. Yeah. It's bad. That's even worse. It's bad. I mean, he, he really can't handle it, and, and you have to walk. You have to treat him like a baby. Yeah. Now there is this thing about Biden, which I think is a factor in that. Because I, I agree with you. Does Jill, Jill Biden want to be the center, center of power? Yes. 
but so does Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden is one of this yeah, entire yes. freaking yeah. life. Yeah. And he does but not want no to admit. in no position to make these decisions. No, right. oh, I <laughs> totally agree. But also, he does not want to give that up. And he is the president. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, look, yeah. you know, you can get away with a lot of stuff as president and people will cover for you. I think only if it comes to a point where it's becoming damaging for Democrats. This is the rule you always can yeah. apply. Yeah. If it's if it's screwing the country, it doesn't matter. If they it's don't a, care. They don't care. Yeah. If it's screwing the Democratic Party and hurting their chances, mm-hmm. if he makes so many mistakes, before 2022 and and they're like this we can't do this we're going to get brutalized in this midterm mm-hmm. we need to switch this out now they might do it but i don't think they're only going to they're going to do it unless they feel that there is a real electoral uh b- amount of pain they're going to feel or it's so bad that he can't yeah. be paraded oh, out right. anymore if he's just to the point where he just can't do it ever yeah then they'd have to make the change yeah i will say if he's in a wheelchair and he's wearing sunglasses and they're just wheeling. There's two like kind of young, cool guys right. dressed in '80s gear wheeling right. them around. Yes. I'd be very worried Would at that you? point. Yes, that's the time to worry. <laughs> All right. We've got more to come. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Candid. So there was this. Uh, you know, people tell you not, don't read the comments. Well, I always read the comments, and there was this like idea going around a couple years ago that I had fake teeth. And <laughs> what? Yeah, I what? know Why? that I ha- I don't know. They're like it's they're they are unreasonably white. <laughs> I don't believe that they're real. And I was just like, guys, these are. And you know what? Always- I say that about you all the time. You are unreasonably white. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, especially wow. for a Hispanic person. Wow, I'm offended. I am offended. A white Hispanic over uh-huh. here. <laughs> I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But it always used to kill me because I'm like, okay, my teeth were way more crooked, and I was like if i had fake teeth i would make sure that they were straight (laughs) you idiots uh so then i met uh the company candid and candid has helped me get straighter teeth because what candid does Mm. is uh they're the clear plastic aligners that you can put and i'm like i'm on camera i'm not going to go back and get braces again that's just not something that i'm going to do uh so candid has helped me straighten my teeth they can help you as well if you also don't want to be a big dorky brace face but you have some (laughs) teeth that maybe have shifted that you want to get straight again and you want to be proud of your smile uh candid there it's the uh the covid way right the the lockdown way uh the way in which you can just sit on your couch and do everything from home and they send it all to you so they've got all of these orthodontists that will uh, review everything they send you a kit you make the impressions you send them back off they look at everything they make you a treatment plan and they send all of your aligners uh directly to your door so it is very easy um the average candid treatment is six months and uh, by the way, it's going to cost you thousands less than being a brace face. So all check marks right there. All right. Become your best. You start straightening your teeth today with Candid. You can save $75 on Candid starter kit. If you go to CandidCO.com slash Y, that is a, and by the way, use code Y when you do that. That is CandidCO.com slash Y, promo code Y. All right. A couple things going on at the border. I know that we have been talking about this this week. Uh, Obviously, there are a record number of um, unaccompanied minors uh, who are coming over to the United States with United States, which is why Joe Biden is uh, keeping kids torn cages, torn from their parents. Thank you. Ripped from their arms. Thank you. As their mothers screamed and begged for them to stay. Yes. Uh, it's it's really heartbreaking. It's I mean, heartbreaking. Honestly, I can't believe that he is 
literally Hitler and putting people in concentration. <laughs> right? Camps. Literally. I mean, that's... You hate to... I, actually, I don't. I like to use their own stuff against them. <laughs> I do, too. Them. I um, do, too. I'm here for it. Obviously, they're finding out. It, the situation at the border is a little tougher than they, than they gave it credit yeah. for. Uh, because the situation with all of these unaccompanied minors coming across... What are you supposed to do with them? Mm-hmm. When, when their parents aren't around, what are you going to do? If you can't find their parents, what are you going to do? Do you turn them over to somebody who just walks in and says, yeah, I'm their parent? Right. And they might be a coyote. They might be a drug dealer. They might be a sex trafficker. You have no idea. Yeah. And so then you call the parents who are back in Honduras or Guatemala and you say, hey, uh, we want to send your kids back to you. No, thank you. <laughs> nope. They refuse. Yeah. Why? Because they want to join the kids in the United States. That's why. Which, and you bring up a great point, Pat, because, you know, I think we obviously saw with the Trump administration, um, they gave the message, they sent the message, we we are not, we're clamping down, right? We're going to build the wall. Don't bring your kids here. Um, We don't want this. Now you see a reversal of that with the Biden administration where even his uh, border advisor, uh, the National Security Council coordinator for the southern border, uh, his ambassador, Roberta Jacobson, kind of admits that this surge of migrants is Oh, like, I don't know, because of Biden's and the Biden administration's rhetoric watch. It's a coincidence that as soon as Trump and his immigration policy were on the way out and Biden and his stated policy were on the way in, this historic surge at the border started. Well, first of all, one of the things I think is important is we've seen surges before. Surges tend to respond to hope. And there was Mm. a significant hope for a more humane policy after Mm. four years of, you know, pent up demand. Mm. So I don't know whether I would call that a coincidence, but I certainly think that the idea that a more humane policy would be in place may have driven people to make that decision. But perhaps more importantly, it definitely drove smugglers to express disinformation, to spread disinformation about what was now possible. Um, so I would like, can we just call them magnets? Mm-hmm. Cause that's what we used to do was just mm-hmm. say like, these are magnets and we shouldn't be putting them out there to attract these people. If you want to be humane, if you want to be, uh, do the moral thing, probably that humane and moral thing is to like, tell them don't make the dangerous trip. Yep. Don't send your children with no coyotes question. where they could be sex trafficked. Yep. Maybe, Put that message out there if you'd like to do the humane and moral thing, uh, because otherwise you're just putting kids in. Ca- I'm sorry, not cages. You're putting kids in containers now. <laughs> right, right. So it's uh, interesting because you know you had this border crisis with Biden, and if you remember, there was a border crisis during the Trump administration, and then there was that one border crisis, you know, during the Obama administration, and there was that border crisis during the Bush administration. There was this border. Mm-hmm. Maybe at some point we would realize that this is a problem area for the country, and we should try to solve it long term. Hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's. I know it's a crazy idea hateful too is it yeah it's very xenophobic Uh, yeah i mean i will say you know look trump did not get nearly uh, all the things he promised done on the border it's very difficult to do um but uh at least he had a general signal to the world that he was Mm -hmm. not willing to hug you as you cross the border personally Mm -hmm. and that is what the biden administration has sent out i mean this is you know she's right i mean this she's this is actually a really good statement by her because what she's saying in the very very nuanced way is 
people had hoped they could get in now, mm -hmm. so they're all coming now mm -hmm. because they know if they come here, Biden's going to give them amnesty, right? right? And they're right. Mm -hmm. yeah. They are right. They've actually yeah. made a logical decision based on the facts on the ground. You can blame it on coyotes all you want. People are coming here and being, you know, this whole thing about being separated with your family from your family is so absurd. Like, okay, so Donald Trump had the mother and the father come in and then he separated them and that was the worst thing in the world. Much better, of course, is separating them before the border crossing. Mm -hmm. So they cross the border by themselves instead of with their right. parent to monitor it. Right. And then they come over here and then they get released into the public. And here's the thing about coyotes or as George W. Bush used to say coyotes uh they've always lied they didn't just start lying now they've always lied to people and th this is how they make their living so yeah they tell people yeah i can get you in give me seven thousand dollars and i'll get you across the border and so they've been doing this forever mm -hmm. and uh the difference is that as we mentioned donald trump was saying don't come yeah do not come here you cannot do this with this caravan. You're going to be turned away. Whereas Biden was saying, we're going to grant amnesty to 11 million people. Yeah. I mean, you, it makes sense for you to come now mm -hmm. and try to get in on that. Mm -hmm. And they're tearing up the even basic lines that were drawn during the Trump administration. Like, when you come here and you apply, you stay in Mexico right. until we make a decision. Right. Mm -hmm. um, if you're coming from, you know, Chile, uh, you got to stop in somewhere else, Guatemala, and try to get, uh, you know, some, uh, uh, you know, uh, some excuses there. I heard a report the other day uh, for, for the, uh, for the uh, you know, the whole process going through. They, they find out that people come and they come to the United States and they say, we want to come to the United States. We have a real problem in our home country. Uh, and they say, OK, well, you have to go back to Mexico and ask for asylum there or go to Guatemala and ask for asylum there. And they go, ah, no, we'll just go back to our home country of Honduras or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they it's not real. We all know it's not real. Right. And, and, you're, and they're pulling on, you know, on for so many. I mean, it's not every single case is not real. I mean, asylum is an important thing. Like I would have absolutely opened our arms to people from Hong Kong, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah. As, as they were fleeing. Uh, you, you know, you could make a really good argument. Cubans who float across Cuban. on an old right. Oldsmobile yeah. uh, door. Venezuela, right? right? Like you Venezuela, know? under yeah. a, the rule of socialist rule. Like, there are real arguments for certain people in certain circumstances. But, like, you know, the, the, the reasons they're coming here largely are things that aren't even covered under asylum law. Mm -hmm. And they're just trying to manipulate it because they know there's this, there's a, a hesitance, and at this point, it's even worse than that. It's a hesitance to say, well, we don't believe you, or there's no evidence of what you're saying. Uh, it's sad. You know, like, I, you know, mm -hmm. I, a lot of these people are, do live really crap heaps in their lives or crap heaps back where they are. But that is actually not what the asylum does. It's not like, oh, we, you're sad with your life in Honduras because the economy's kind of bad. That's not what asylum's for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to manipulate these services because we have a tough time saying no. Which, by the way, when Mexico is saying, uh, hey, guys, your policies are like, that's a, they're a problem because they're stoking illegal immigration uh, into our country yeah. and um, yeah. they're creating a business for organized crime with the drug cartels. When Mexico is telling the United States that, it's that's a kind of a problem. Yeah, Mexico doesn't like illegal immigration. Yeah. I, I don't know if people are well, aware of that, I but they don't most, dig it at I think all. most countries yeah, don't right. like we're, illegal We're the only ones who are supposed to love it right. and welcome it. Right. Uh, but when Felipe Calderon was here, he admitted he was on with Wolf Blitzer on CNN. And Wolf Blitzer asked him, hey, so if people sneak across your southern border, do you just welcome them in and give them food and shelter and say welcome? And he said, no, no. we send back them. 
Right. We send back if them. If they are here without permissions, <laughs> we send back them. Well, okay, how come you can and we can't? Right. It's, it's bizarre. It is. Uh, all right, we've got more to come, including the latest allegation against Andrew Cuomo. You're not going to want to miss that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Issue. Uh, so if you are looking to make an impact with your online content, you need to get familiar with Issue. All right, Issue is the easiest way to make your creative ideas come to life, and you can seamlessly share it everywhere you want your content to be seen. So it is an all-in-one platform. Uh, it creates and distributes digital content from marketing materials, magazines, flipbooks, brochures, whatever it is that you are needing to make because PDFs, they're outdated. Issue is going to make your content way better, and it works already with tools that you probably already have, like Canva, Dropbox, and InDesign. You can make it once, put it out everywhere without going in and reformatting everything, and your content is already optimized for engagement and ready to share. Issue is going to help you, creators out there, marketers, designers, anyone who wants to make their content stand out, and you can start using Issue for free. Now, they're also going to offer a premium uh, package with features that give a more customized experience. Give Issue a try. Get started with them today for free. Or if you sign up for a premium account, you will get 50% off if you go to issue.com slash podcast. Use promo code NEWS. That is now, it's it. pay attention to how it's spelled, okay? I-S-S-U-U.com slash podcast. Use code NEWS at checkout for a free account or 50% off. Issue.com slash podcast, promo code news. Back in a minute. The latest sexual misconduct allegation made against uh, Andrew Cuomo, who is, Uh of course, the New York governor, has apparently been uh, referred to the Albany Police Department, uh, which said that the incident may have risen to the level of a crime. Now, Mm. I is it is this the seventh? I've lost track. I think it's six. Six. Yeah. Six. Okay. So the sixth sexual misconduct allegation. Now this one is a little bit different. Uh, the incident in question happened late last year. So uh, we're wow. in a, we're in a new year. So this was not that many months ago mm-hmm. uh, when Cuomo allegedly summoned the woman to the executive mansion under the pretext of helping him with technical issues, uh, and allegedly reached under her blouse and aggressively groped her. So. And what? That's frowned upon now? Me that's <laughs> when did this start? <laughs> oh, this cancel culture. I'll I tell you. Tell I mean, you uh, can't it's even. So a New York uh, governor can't even reach under people's blouses? Come on. Uh, come on. No, Stu, surely you want to jump in on his, def- on his behalf uh, and defend yeah, the guy. No. No, no, I don't really? want to in any way. Huh. Uh, no, that's weird. I mean, this is you're right. This is a totally new line. I mean, this is this is cr- because yeah. I mean the the previous the previous uh, allegations yeah. have been uh, disturbing, creepy uh, illustrations of really bad workplace behavior. But are they sexual harassment? I mean, I, some of them. I think I think some, some of them were sexual harassment but uh it's certainly not sexual assault no which is what is kind of being uh, talked yeah, about but here sexual harassment really sometimes comes down to does the woman find the guy attractive or not kind right? of and if she do- <laughs> and if like if she doesn't then yeah. it's not wow. then you it's- are a white wow. and a man that <laughs> is what you are a white male the white male brain has been implemented in her body uh no you're i mean you're like obviously these things can be complicated right yeah. uh you know when because when it's when it's 
It was unwanted advances. Yeah. How are you to know if mm -hmm. the advance is unwanted mm -hmm. until you advance? There can be you a probably line there, don't, right? But you probably don't want to jump straight to the groping. No, no, you don't. no. no you do not. <laughs> probably, yeah. no. I mean, this one's way over the line. If you go back yeah. to some of the previous ones, like you could definitely say, I think there's a real legitimate argument of sexual harassment for like one of the women who said no to his advances and then was transferred to another part, you know, of yeah, the Yeah, that's right. Like that's the type of stuff that is yeah. really, mm -hmm. um, you know, and some of them, you're right, were like, they were different. There's some where you made the person feel uncomfortable, asked probing questions. You know, a 63-year-old governor, should they in any, for any reason, be asking a 25-year-old underling to do anything? Even if even if she was willing, probably not a good idea. So there's all, that mm. stuff was all there. This is legitimately criminal. I mean, if you're going up and groping yeah. somebody who does not want you to be groped, that's a line you're not supposed Absolutely. to cross, America. Absolutely. Uh, just a safety tip for you. <laughs> uh, so this one, if, if this is true, and I think, honestly, we're at the point now where unless it's blatantly obvious it's false. For example, they find her texting someone, I'm going to fake a claim on Andrew Cuomo, right. something of that nature. Uh, you know, it's hard to imagine that they're not, like, this is, he's going to be able to hold on to this job in any real way. I mean, this is, this is, it's not borderline, right? Mm -hmm. Unless you just dismiss her claim. And I believe, as, as we were talking about a little earlier, everybody gets everybody gets their, I can almost barely say it, due process. Uh, yeah. Even Andrew Cuomo. I, yes. I agree with that 100%. Yep. Um, I don't want to give him due process because in a lot of ways this feels like uh, the Al Capone situation, right? Mm -hmm. the, 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 the real mob activity was the nursing home stuff and all he did about, around COVID. Mm -hmm. This is really more of the tax evasion, um, a, uh, although this one crosses, I think, beyond that scale. Um, so I do think it's a little bit strange in that I think, you know, murdering thousands of people kind of feels like it's worse than almost any of this stuff. But I think that, huh. you know, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I know it's a weird stance. There's a few things that need to happen. When it got some strange ideas. Too. I know. I'm just tossing them out there. I hope we're in a free form sort of environment where yeah. we can talk about these things. But I think there's like three things that need to happen when you're talking about a prominent Democrat being removed. It's not just did they commit a crime? Because that doesn't matter to Democrats. Yeah. Right. It needs to be something where, uh, first of all, you need to have a guy who has Democrats turning on him. And you've seen a lot in New York that has happened. You have to have a situation where there's a major media source um, uh, who has turned on him. And you see, like, the New York Times is, like, leading a lot of this stuff. And there's other local New York papers as well. And you need to have uh, also a situation that it gives an off-ramp to Democrats, right? If, if it's just Democrats saying, wow, we screwed up, I can't believe this mistake we made, never going to happen. No. You yeah. have to have, this is an off-ramp for them. They can say, we, oh, we were right on the COVID thing the whole time, and that was okay, whatever. Don't look at that. This is this is over the line for us. And we're being consistent when we were saying about Brett Kavanaugh. Now we're going to say this here. And it gives them an off ramp to deny their previous mistakes. Those three things coming together is a real problem for Andrew Cuomo. It might wind up being enough. Once this situation is over, I think we need to come to a decision as a society on what constitutes sexual harassment in the workplace or anywhere. Right. Because is it asking somebody out? Is it kissing someone's hand? Mm -hmm. Is it touching the small of their back if you're taking a photo? Right. I, there's, there's got to be some uh, demarcations yeah. for what we can and can't do because uh, there's too much now that is just tossed out there as everything's sexual harassment. It, well, and, you know, being that he's the governor, we've been told for so long, for so many years by the left, that there's power the dynamic. power dynamic yeah. there. Yep. So he's not allowed to do right. any of that. So, yeah, if you're a single governor... <laughs> 
You can't you go out with die anyone. Alone, I guess. Yeah, you right. just, you, I think people should only be able to date when they make the exact same salary. Uh, okay. <laughs> to the dollar. And they have the anyone exact same ha- position. Exactly. So how, like so, if they're so, both so the governor they, of New York. So how do they <laughs> find that out? What happens is you have an app that has your salary. And when you go near <laughs> someone, if they both go green, <laughs> then you'll know you're allowed to talk to that person. <laughs> Let me ask you this. What if they both make exactly the same amount of money? They're both governors, but one's in a smaller state. No, they cannot well, date. They That's a power dynamic, Pat. No, I mean, the power dynamic stuff gets b- b- blown out of proportion, right? Yeah. Clearly, if does. there's two people, let's say, on the same level that make about the same money, right, they can, mm-hmm. one could approach the other mm-hmm. and try to court them and be rejected, and that's not sexual harassment. The, the left tries to make this thing was whenever there's any imbalance, here, but here, a governor at 63 running the state, yeah. a 25-year-old, it's, it's a but really it big one. You know, it and, happens. And I think that's yeah. true. And, you know, if you listen to, to I think it's Charlotte mm-hmm. Bennett, who's the 25-year-old, she mm-hmm. never says he asks her to hook up or anything. He just says she's really he's really creepy and I knew what he meant. Right? Now yeah. she's I'm yeah. sure of it right. Yeah. Right? Like I am the guy has nipple certain, rings. Yeah. Yes. I am certain <laughs> he's got a transamin nipple rings. I'm certain he did this. Uh, and I'm I'm sure her description of this is true. She's I think she comes off as very credible. Yeah. Uh, but again, if this was it, right, if, if it, let's say this latest allegation did not exist and these other ones were there, there would be something to happen, right? There should be something that happens. It doesn't necessarily mean he needs to step down. Yeah. If this is true, he absolutely needs to step down and he should go to jail. Yeah. Um, and if the, the nursing home stuff mm-hmm. we already know is true, there's no question about it. It's already out there. It's been confirmed by both sides. His own administration has said they lied about it so Donald Trump wouldn't yeah. tweet about them. Right. This is an open and shut case and should be the reason he's leaving. And it could not happen to a better person. All right, we got to take a break back in a minute. I should mention uh, Andrew Cuomo was awful. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> um, a private school in Manhattan has issued language recommendations to staff, mm. students, and parents, uh, advising them against using unwelcoming terms. Uh, you know, the unwelcoming terms that we're talking about. Mom and dad. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Mm. Uh huh. Um, mm. And yeah, so let's get into these. They, this is Grace Church School, and they want to make sure that their staff is very, very careful not to offend anyone. So instead of saying boys and girls, uh, this is just their gender spectrum. So instead of saying boys and girls, guys, ladies, and gentlemen, they will say people, folks, friends, readers, and, uh, you know, mathematicians. So. So you got to so, like, I don't. So what is so, offended by mom or dad? Don't we all have mothers? And <gasps> oh, wow. my gosh. I'm sorry. Wow. This guy. Sorry. Do you hear the hate? Wow. Don't we all? What, what is normal to you, Pat Gray? <laughs> uh, mothers and fathers. Oh, my gosh. He yeah. said it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I you're did. supposed to allow for the high percentage of the population that has 19 fathers and only 19 fathers, <laughs> huh. not 26 fathers, but mm. 19 fathers and zero Even if mothers. you have the 19 fathers, it gets back to a, you know, sperm and an egg. If somehow uh, got together lies. and there well, are, you are talking about lies. Still parents. I, I, we have to deny that, right? I guess in yeah. this world. Well, and it gets, hold yeah, on. Don't it gets, follow the science. Don't, no, but it gets crazier than that. So there's in the mm. family's uh, guide, Nanny babysitter, you can't call a nanny babysitter. You have to call them a caregiver or guardian. I don't know what's offensive about nanny or babysitter. 
but yeah. apparently that so is not. I didn't even know. Honestly, like a lot of these these things are always happening, and we follow them all. I've never heard that nanny or babysitter was offensive. Offensive, I know. I I have a, a Friday nanny. That that's what just what I call her, my Friday nanny, because she comes every Friday. Mm-hmm. She get pissed. She get pissed. Yeah. I mean, she, she hasn't quit face, yet. She did so tell me she hates you, though. Really? Yeah, yeah. We were talking the I other day. She'll she continue to you. take your money, but she hates <laughs> you. Guts. Well, babysitter. The only time I've ever heard, like, heard that be offensive is to kids when they think they're too old to have a babysitter. I'm not a baby. Yeah, I'm not a baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's it. Um, okay, so race and ethnicity. Uh, instead of this is instead of saying diverse or minority, which is like I don't know what's problem Wait. with diverse. You're supposed to say person of color or marginalized identity or population. <laughs> is that bizarre how mm-hmm. colored is back? I, yeah. Colored used to be terrible yeah. to say. Yeah. What color are they? Right. But, but now it's now you're person supposed of to color. Say, yeah, and you can't say diverse. Yeah. And like person of color is, you could argue, I guess, is descriptive in some way. Marginalized is making a statement about a person. Like, you're mm-hmm. marginalized. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was reading this. Oh, God, this article. <laughs> I'll have to send this to you guys. It's an article from uh, Yahoo News or something, and it was talking about this woman who was telling everyone about how how oppressed she was, African-American woman, who gave multiple examples from her life. Every four years or so, this seems to happen to her, Mm -hmm. where someone will make a comment about her hair. At one point, someone called her hair fluffy. Another time, <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I know. Another uh, time, uh, I could vomit. Like right. four years later, <laughs> uh, someone said, uh, "Notice that she had her hair done differently." Said, "Hey, your hair is different. I thought you were going natural." And oh, she's no. like, she, "These microaggressions have turned yeah. my life into blah 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 blah." God. So she goes into this long thing, oh, my gosh. and she says that this stuff, these microaggressions, are are hurting her, and she's she now feels as if she accepts all of these as a collective black woman and not an individual. Mm. And it's all this really weird terminology. End of the day, though, what she says is, after these things happen. White, she goes and complains to the white people about it, I guess. And the white people go, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Like, I had no idea. If I ever do anything like that again, you know, that makes you uncomfortable, let me know. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to correct it. And then the rest of the piece is her complaining about white people apologizing because that is now racist. White people apologizing for their white privilege is now racist and problematic. It's impossible. We just should never speak again. That's the only thing that can come out of this. And I think that's what they're trying to do. Shut us up and and make it so rational people can't have conversations. Like we should. They always ask for a national conversation on this. They don't want it. No. Don't want the conversation they ask for all the time. No. Uh, And then just. Just one more before we have to go to break. Um, if you're trying to ask a child what they got for, like, say, Christmas or what they're going to be for Halloween, don't do that. You have to ask, do you celebrate holidays? <laughs> because you wouldn't want to offend them if they did not actually celebrate that holiday. <sighs> um, and instead of what religion are you, Pat, are any religious or faith traditions important to you? <laughs> and keep in mind, you're asking it's children. It's a church yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. And also, you're it's asking a church children. School. Like, yeah. Ask my five-year-old. Are any uh, religious traditions important to you? He'd be like, I mean, Christmas, I get presents. Uh-huh. I guess. Uh, really, really crazy. Where our uh, world is going. All right, we got to take a break. Back in a minute. And who's offended by it? Is it no one? All right, don't forget, if you have not gone to uh, wherever you get your audio podcast, subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters uh, so that more people can find the news and also find out why it matters. Uh, you also might hear your review read on air. We've got one today from uh, MGNEville. 
I don't know what that's supposed to say, but they gave us five stars and said the best show, period. There is seriously nothing bad to say about the show. Well, except that I can't listen to them on the weekends, but they have families, so I get it. Love this <laughs> show. Thank you, by the way, for <laughs> appreciating that we have families. Love this show. Love this show. And every guest is amazing. Uh, thank you for that. And another Kaika. Why? What is with y'all? I, I don't know what this says. Kaika Gin Tiger. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm always afraid it's going to be like Bart Simpson uh, pranking the bar, and I'm yeah. going to end up saying something that I don't intend like to say. Like Seymour Butts or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> Kaika Gin Tiger says, uh, keep it up. Great job. I so. think that listeners should know that the way to get your review read on the air is to mention Pat and Stu, which yes. has happened several times. Yes. If yeah. you do that, she's going to have no choice but to read it on this day. Uh, so if you want your don't. review read on the air, just you pump up the Pat and Stu days. That's mm-hmm. the days that, those are the days that matter. Are they? Yes. The news and why it matters. That's it's great. Thursday matters a little more than the other day. Just like on Stu Does America, when I have a guest like Sarah Gonzalez tonight, that's (laughs) the show that matters. I know her. By the way, you've been booked. Uh, Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, crap. (laughs) You had nothing to do tonight. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.